Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back here in the AMR studio, taking up to noon today, a full morning show as the Padres and Rockies get set. Not too many tweets coming out on hashtag PadresSH. I guess all our fans may be still sleeping. So Can't tweet in the AM. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. So to give us something to talk about, we brought in this guy, AJ Casavell, MLB.com beat writer for the Padres, making, we talked in spring training, but making your in-stadium, your Petco Park social hour studio set mm-hmm. debut. Yeah, they say spring spring stats don't count. Well, no. spring social hour appearances don't count. I'll right. count this one as my as my real debut. This is your rookie debut. Uh, hopefully it. the pressure and the bright lights don't get to you. But, uh, yeah, let's talk some Padres. Well, first let's talk the beat. You took over for Corey Brock, who nine years on the beat made a lot of friends. A lot of people really respected him. Uh, anybody missing him, like giving you hate tweets, like you're – you know, we just don't like you. Or do people love you? <laughs> like, hey, you're better than Corey. Has it gone one way or the other? It's so far? it's impossible not to miss Corey because he was such a such a presence. But uh, so far, I've gotten all positive responses from the fans. It's been it's been fun. Uh, Corey is is still working for MLB.com, and I right. still I still work with him on occasion. So uh, that's that's kind of fun. It uh, is May the Fourth be with you day. So he's kind of like Obi Wan coming back from the other side to guide you through your. Your guy Jedi, Jedi warrior. Yeah. yeah, not a Star Wars guy, but I get that. I get okay, that nice. Yeah, that's a Star Wars 101. Um, no, so let's ask you, I mean, about this team. Obviously, you have been covering them since Peoria, and you've been here now for this whole regular season. Do you know what this team is yet? Because we're having a hard time figuring them out. They're just so inconsistent. Do you have a finger on the pulse of what this Padres team is? No, and it's. I, I think the whole division, no one really has a finger on the pulse of, of what any of the five teams are. Uh, the Padres, obviously, it settled down a little bit from that fir- those first couple weeks where it was shut out and then 16 runs and then shut out. Uh, it, it's it's kind of settled a little bit, but there's so many injuries, too. Yeah. And a l- with a lot of those injuries, we don't know kind of where they are in, in terms of getting back from those injuries. And that'll go a long way toward telling us what we have with these Padres. Yeah, one guy we know that's gone for a while now is Rob Erlin. I mean, that's that's just really a bad news it's a it's a it's a terrible break for a young guy that's already been what hurt twice and then really impressed his first couple of outings this year and now he's gone for a whole year 14 months for Tommy John surgery uh, I mean do the Padres even remotely count on him for 2017 or what do you do with a guy like that yeah I, obviously he needs to he hasn't even yet figured out when he's getting the surgery or where or with who but uh, I think they kind of hope maybe mid 2017 uh, 14 months being the, the yeah. what being the possible return. Uh, it's it's really a tough break because, like you said, he looked really good in those first two starts. You have to kind of throw the third one out because his velocity was way down as a result of that elbow injury. Uh, we spoke with him yesterday. He's obviously kind of kind of visibly disappointed, disheartened yeah. with the news. He's got to be. But he's uh, uh, every other year for the last. This is the, this will be the third time he's dealt with elbow trouble. So. If you want to try and put a positive light on it, it'll it's he can kind of get it out of the way and not really have to worry about the elbow maybe acting up again in the future. Yeah, just go back to square one with it and start fresh. That's what yeah we had mentioned yesterday. Well, yeah, silver lining. It's tough to pull one out of Tommy John surgery, but right. that's one to take. Sometimes you come back throwing harder after yeah. Tommy John surgery too. There's a second silver lining. Yeah, so uh, we'll see with him. Uh, you're on this. You're on the road with this team too, and you see, you know, talk to guys like Robbie after situations like yesterday. But you're pretty much embedded with these guys. It's was a lot of new names and faces getting thrown together in spring training. How are you seeing them coalescing so far in the clubhouse through the slumps, through some of the good times? What kind of group is this that you're seeing from your reporters' eyes? Yeah, and it 
people say it all the time. We don't get too high, don't get too low. That's kind of been the mo with this Padres team because they they've certainly had every possibility to get too high and too low, too low mm. after the first series, too high after scoring 29 runs yeah. in the next two games after that. Uh, and that's a that's a mantra you really need as a baseball team because it it is a long season. I mean, to go again with the cliche, it is a marathon. Uh, not so a sprint. <laughs> it's not a sprint. Uh, it's not a sprint yet. It will be in September. Yeah. But we're a long way away from that. Uh, so they've they've kind of taken that mindset, which uh, I, it's I mean that's that's what you need. Andy yeah. Green hit the uh, hit his introductory press conference out of the ballpark. I mean, when he first showed up. I mean, he lit everybody up at his first press conference, and everybody, I think, liked him right off the bat. How has he handled his team from what you've seen? How has he handled the media? How has he handled everything that goes along with being a first-year manager? He's been great. I think one of the things that stuck out to me was after the San Francisco series, after the, they, the third game when they got swept last week, uh, it, it could have kind of been time for some people to panic, and his response was he was, he was clearly upset with, with the results. But it was, hey, things can kind of turn on a dime in baseball. You just have to keep working. And, and over the past week, I mean, their only loss since then, their only loss is a Clayton Kershaw gem. Kershaw, so yeah. I think that's that's part of the the presence that he has. He's also he's he, he's never content. Uh, he, he said uh, after they had beaten L.A. on on Saturday night to win their first series in Los Angeles in three years, he said, well, hey, now now we want to sweep. Uh, yeah. I, I, they didn't get that, and he was. He's upset that they didn't put together better at-bats against Clayton Kershaw. Now, some managers would kind of say, hey, it's Clayton Kershaw, but he, he wants to beat the best, and I think that kind of that mindset is only, a, is only a good thing for a team. One thing you told us in spring training, and Andy loves these things too, advanced stats, that you're a big guy incorporating that into it. I think you have Derek Norris's exit below tattooed somewhere on your body. That seems <laughs> to be your favorite stat so far. Hmm. But uh, any other good stats that you think tell the story of this season so far? Well, for the Padres, yeah. So, so the two kind of advanced stats I've been I've been working with so far. The one is Derek Norris's exit velocity. It, it has gone down a little bit in re, in a couple days in the last couple days. Uh, but if he can stop striking out, the numbers would seem to indicate that he'll kind of put it together at the plate. The other one is Ryan Buchter's spin rate. Yeah. Now I've talked about that a little <laughs> bit. Uh, now Ryan Ryan Buchter's. Uh, what do you mean he's going to be a figure skater someday? Exactly. Oh, yes. Okay. The spin yeah. rate of his fastball. Uh, I so, see. So the spin rate of fastball, basically how many revolutions uh, per minute they have ways to wow. track this kind of stuff. Essentially, what it says is, and none of this is none of this is new. It's just we have new ways of qualifying it. It's when people say there's late life on a fastball. Well, generally those fastballs have a higher spin rate. So uh, with, with Bookter, his fastball is precisely the league average in velocity. Uh, he throws at 92.2 miles per hour on average, but he's getting guys to swing and miss. I think he has 19 strikeouts this season, and 18 of them have come with his four-seam so fastball, which is the league average. The spin rate is what's getting it done that's, for him. That's part of it. I mean, part of it is, uh, and a Andy Green will say it's, it's his uh, – just his his desire to attack. He he doesn't really mess around, and uh, and Ryan Bookter himself kind of backed that up. He says, "I don't really want to. I'm not going to waste a pitch ever." He uh, looks good. He's yeah. looking good right now. I like the lefty. Uh, one advanced stat that we don't like is one for that we can all see and understand, and that is the fact that the Padres are 0 and 8 in the final game of a series. That's this not year. advanced. That's just a plain that's old what I'm stat. Yeah, that's yeah, just a plain good. old deal. And, of course, that's what faces them today as they try to get the sweep against the Rockies. I, I, I can't imagine that's anything but a coincidence right now, isn't it? It's got to be a coincidence. I mean, 
Oh and eight. I, f I feel like maybe you get three or four more of those, then it's then the sample size is big enough. But it's it's so, it's still so early. I yeah. mean, we're a month into the season, yeah. so I, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Yeah, and it might be the brooms today. Uh, we can't let you go without some Game of Thrones talk. So I got to ask you: Is, ah. is Bran Stark the Will Myers of this season for Game of Thrones? You think? Is Bran Stark the Will Myers? How so? Now that he, he's back and he's kind of was on the shelf for a while, couldn't really get in his groove, yeah. but now could be a real kind of game changer yeah. moving forward. I think that's, that's a pretty good analogy because uh, we're going to see a lot of things happen this season that are a result of Brand's presence. Right. And we may see a lot of things happen this season that are a result of, of Will Myers being healthy. Yeah, so far with his bat. I agree sure. with him wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> Chris has no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> so we'll have to end it there. AJ. Big well, week for Brand this week, I think. I'm huge week, it. yeah, and huge week for Will. He had the the go ahead or the game tying RBI yesterday, and maybe Brand Stark can return the favor. AJ Castle, thanks so much for swinging by, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It won't be the last time, so get used to this. <laughs> All right, calling all casual wine drinkers and connoisseurs, Padres Wine Fest, presented by Southwest Airlines, returns this Friday before the Padres take on the Mets at 7.40. Sample wines from local and regional wineries, and don't miss the assortment of Maui Jim sunglasses available. Get tickets at padres.com slash party. Padres Social Hour comes right back after this.